NFL, fantasy, college. Man, this guy does it all. Oh, my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. Time to check in with Rotowire.com's football guru, John McKechnie. What are you doing on your phone? I am fixing my fantasy football lineup on In the Zone. Much to get to with John McKechnie from rotowire.com. All the latest injury news, betting advice, and daily fantasy analysis. You can find John McKechnie there. Also on Twitter at John's underscore tailgate. We didn't get a chance to talk last week, John. We were dealing with the hurricane. You were traveling. So how was that for you? Not so much missing uh, our show, but the travels part. Uh, the travel part w- was good. I-, I went back up to to Rotowire HQ up in Madison. Uh, I was wearing a T-shirt on Thursday. It was seventy degrees. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But the rest of the weekend was uh, freezing and kind of snowy. So I was like, "Oh, okay, all right. This is this is uh, this is back to back to the norm." But it was good seeing everybody. We had the Rotowire uh, Stake League baseball dinner. Um, so that that was a good time as always, and got a free steak out of it. So uh, no complaints for me. Well, that's a perfect transition to the game I want to talk about first. Browns-Bills, supposed to be some pretty wonky weather up there in Buffalo. How do you factor that into any sort of lineup decisions between Bills and Browns players, even the ones that we love the most? Right. So, I mean, I I looked into the data a little bit earlier this week. I I scaled it back to, like, 2018, uh, the last 10 games with, with snow, uh, that that had over unders at at forty three and a half or less, and the the over hit in four out of those ten games. So it's not necessarily a slam dunk that that this game is going under and that total has dropped. Now now we have like the added confusion potentially of uh, whether this game gets moved. That that I would imagine would change things up as far as the spread uh, and the total were, were concerned. But, you know, from, from a fantasy aspect, I think that even if this were this game were to be played in snow, um, I would still feel good about starting the, the studs like a Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Nick Chubb. I think once you get to, like, the, the Gabe Davis, uh, Dawson Knox, Amari Cooper's of the world, then you start questioning and, and scouring your, your bench for other options potentially. But I think even in crazy weather games, you can still ride with, with your star offensive players because you, I feel like the defense more often than not can be at a disadvantage in snowy conditions because they're the ones that have to react to you. They're the ones that are uh, you know backpedaling, running backwards and everything. So the offense kind of has an edge sometimes in these, in these type of games. So I hope it gets... Kept in Buffalo. I want to see a crazy snow game. Those are the best for sure. Uh, as a as a viewer on the couch, of course. But um, you know, we'll, we'll see what, how that goes over these next couple of days. Yeah, no, you sold me. I'm going to throw out my next question, which was a bad one: Josh Allen or Marcus Mariota. So we'll just put that to the side. Uh, Justin <laughs> Justin Fields is doing Mike Vick type things right now on the football field. Is he potentially the fantasy MVP that we? we there's always a guy that you invested so little in that that really pops and kind of takes over fantasy football and he appears to be that guy is that how you view justin fields moving forward or do you think this is more of a two-game impressive blip um i'm i'm inclined to buy in on it uh we we got a question on on a roadwire pod yesterday asking uh fields or jalen hurts rest of season 
And I leaned with Fields. I, you know, I think that Jalen Hurts is the better player right now, and, and it's, a, it's a close call. But I, I think what Fields is doing right now and how essential he is to the Bears moving the ball whatsoever, um, I, I think that he's someone that just gives you that unique edge in, in fantasy, the monster rushing games that, that he's going to be giving you. And then, you, you know, you look ahead to this weekend playing in a dome against the 31st-ranked pass defense in the Atlanta Falcons. We could be, you know, coming out of the weekend talking about, wow, Justin Fields has figured out uh, the passing game as well um, as his ability uh, to to run through all, like all over defenses. So I really think that he's in store for a, another huge game this weekend. We have him ranked just ahead of Jalen Hurts inside our top three that this week at RotoWire, and I'm buying it as far as the rest of the season. So, I mean, this is a guy that a month ago was basically cast out on the, on the waiver wire. The bears were left for dead going into that uh, Patriots game. Everyone was like, okay, this is going to be an absolute uh, crushing by Bill Belichick and company and fields comes out and starts lighting, lighting the spark. And you know, the, the weeks ensuing, he's been nothing short of a phenomenal as far as fantasy goes. It is pretty crazy how quick things change. I just pulled up the, um, the dynasty rankings at rotowire.com and it says last updated two weeks ago and justin fields is 15th on the list and in just two weeks i bet he in dynasty which takes in um you know much larger sort of form of, of evaluation than week to week in fantasy go he'll go from 15th to probably like top five it just because of what he was able to do rushing the football the last two weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess that uh, there's going to be some helium in, in that next update when, when, when that gets up there. I might have to uh, to contact our guy on that one and, and get, get the ball rolling because, yeah, Fields has completely changed his dynasty stock over these last couple of weeks. And, you know, for, for those of us that are just in the regular season long leagues as well, he's, you know, he's someone that, yes, you consider over Jalen Hurts for the rest of the season. We're talking to John McKechnie from rotowire.com. Uh, Titans, Packers tonight. Romeo Dobbs is out again. Randall Cobb is back. Not sure we really care about any of that. But are you back in on guys like Aaron Rodgers as a viable starting fantasy quarterback? And what about a guy like Christian Watson, who seems to be, activated as a big play guy right so with rogers i still don't really view him as a lock to to start in in 12 teamers um i think that you start him over the likes of like a, a Derek carr someone like that but i would probably roll with like a daniel jones against the lions um over aaron Rodgers on a short week coming off the emotional win uh over the the dallas cowboys so that that just kind of lets you know that like yes Rodgers is definitely like showing that he still has it to an extent but we're going to need a little bit more than one one big game against his former coach with a little, little bit extra you know coal in the fire uh, to get him ready to go for that one uh, to to really sell me that that he is uh, back to being someone that you're locking into your fantasy lineup every single week um, and then beyond that when it comes to Watson I mean what an impressive game from from him last week but you also just look to the you know sheer uh season-long numbers and they're still not impressive he's been banged up a decent bit when he's been on the field the result the returns have simply not really been there and looking at watson as as a prospect you knew that he had explosive tools i mean you don't really see too many guys with his size speed combination coming into the league but 
an extremely raw player. Um, last week showed the, the type of upside that he has, and I think that that's real. Obviously not like a three-touchdown-a-week type of guy, but you know, someone that can be the, the number one for the Packers. But I think there are still some growing pains yet for him. So um, I, I think that he's someone that you can speculatively start this week if you're a little bit uh, you know, lacking at receiver with, with bye weeks or injuries, what have you. I think that he was a totally worthwhile uh, streaming option or waiver claim th- this week. But uh, I've, you know, similar to Rodgers, I've yet to just uh, buy in just because of one strong week. Let's wrap with this. I I noticed that the zero RB crowd, those that wait a really long time to draft their running backs, for those unfamiliar, that that crowd was a little bit boastful at the start of the season. Like, see, the, we got this right. This is the way that you should draft in fantasy now. And, and those that draft running backs early maybe started to question it. Uh, that strategy, that crowd, has taken a massive hit in the fact that two of the three consensus round one guys, Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, are banged up as if they're injury-prone running backs. Is that something that you think, like, those were... Uh, like drafters sort of fear that moving forward where, okay, now they're starting to realize these wide receivers can get banged up just as much as the running backs can. I just think that, you know, I mean, we talk about it during the off season that, that any like one particular dogma uh, can get you into trouble as far as you, your drafting strategy is concerned, whether it's uh, being uh, really heavy on, on running back in the early rounds, like, okay, that's, that's going to leave you with, with some pretty dicey propositions uh, from the, from the fourth, fifth round onward. And, and you might not get what, what exactly you need uh, there. So I always try to go with the, the balanced approach. Zero RB is is a funny sect of the fantasy community, and you know <laughs> when they're right, they they definitely let you know about it. No um, doubt. And you know they they definitely weren't uh, dismayed when when Jonathan Taylor missed some time, uh, and Aaron Jones hasn't been all that good. That that type of stuff. J- James Conner has regressed pretty significantly. Leonard Fournette hasn't been what was advertised, and the Bucks in general haven't been what what was advertised. But yeah, I mean, it, I I don't think that. If we had to do it again, that that I would value uh, Cup or Jefferson any less, or, or obviously and and Chase as well. I, I think that just you, it's important to remember that injuries can happen regardless of position. And when you when you're drafting those workhorse, you know, quote unquote, uh, wide receivers, you know, that's a hundred plus times or 120 plus times that they are getting targeted. They're getting potentially hung out to dry, and and you know that. Those touches, you know, still kind of add up on, on the physical toll that your body takes. So uh, it is important to to remember that uh, go, going forward and not be just uh, frozen into the idea that only running backs get hurt. You're right, and that's the important thing right there is to just remain flexible. The latest injury news, DFS advice, and analysis, get it all over at rotowire.com. John, great stuff. As always, enjoy the Titans-Packers game tonight. You know it, and I'll be in the house for for Ravens Panthers this coming weekend as well. So looking forward to that. Wow, big time! That's awesome, man. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Appreciate you. Be one of the big blowouts of the weekend that he'll be witness to. Tazi's take coming up around the corner, and we'll head across I four and hear from Zach Blobner. Much to get to after this.